Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello everybody, I'm Lou Dobbs and welcome to the Great America Show. Great to have you with us. There are a lot of Americans wondering this holiday season about what's going on with the China virus. Is it still here? Is it coming? How worried should we be? Do you need to get vaccinated? What are the symptoms and should you even be worried at all? There are very few doctors we rely on these days to give us the truth. Here on The Great America Show, we turn to one of the best, and that is Dr. Peter McCullough. Dr. McCullough, great to have you back with us. Suddenly, we've got a lot of talk, particularly among the public health agencies, about China and what appears to be an epidemic there. But it's denied once again by Chinese public health authorities. We have no real comments of any substantive kind coming from either the White House or CDC or any of the public health agencies. If you will, doctor, tell us what in the world is going on here. You're right. The U.S. public health agencies have been silent. They haven't informed us at all. The WHO says that it's inquiring uh, of the Chinese. Now, I was fortunate to get firsthand report from Dr. Michelle Schechter in Brazil, who received a patient back from China who had this Chinese pneumonia. It turns out that uh, this pneumonia is is a form of a macrolide resistant mycoplasma pneumonia. So this is a, an established organism that does cause a pneumonia, mainly in children. It's a very small bacteria. It gets inside human cells. And the unique aspect to this is that it's not responsive to azithromycin is what we usually use, but it's exquisitely sensitive to using quinolones, various forms of ciprofloxacin and related drugs, as well as tetracyclines, like doxycycline. So her case cleared up very quickly on a quinolone. So this is very different than COVID-19. This will be easily treated. I thought it is interesting that the Chinese only tested her patient for influenza and COVID. They actually didn't have 
the type of test we have in the United States that could identify the organism within about 20 minutes with a standard uh, multiplex panel. That's, uh, that's interesting, too, because it became, of course, then a, a, mis- a mystery disease. Uh, uh, last week, we were at, what, I guess the sixth day, seventh day, perhaps, uh, of uh, being aware uh, of awareness of this uh, epidemic there. So why are we not hearing, in your best judgment, from the public health agencies? And why have we heard some stirrings about, oh, yes, here comes a disease that's even worse than COVID-19 or the Wuhan flu. It almost seems like it's intentional fear-mongering, Lou. Our agencies should get well ahead of this. There's over 150 peer-reviewed publications on this illness. The Koreans and Chinese have been reporting on it for the last several years. There's an outbreak in the Netherlands. It'll be the same. And if doctors and hospitals were adequately briefed on this, we could be ready with the right antibiotics and snuff this out right away. So in this case, it's another failing of our public health system. Another failing of the public health system, and it is it is to me more than passing strange that we learn also to just about now that YouTube and the White House were working to censor uh, dissenting views, differing, differentiated scientific views, if you will, uh, and the House Judiciary Committee just learning this, we're. It looks like this is uh, this has been a full on. We knew it was bad, but it's a full on propaganda, misinformation, disinformation campaign by our own government against the American people. Indeed, it was a worldwide campaign to mislead the entire world on this. The targeted areas of suppression was early treatment for COVID-19, all the various forms of early treatment from nasal sprays and gargles down to the high-tech monoclonal antibodies, they were all suppressed. Uh, We know that information on natural immunity was suppressed by YouTube. You know, there's a paper written in uh, medical internet research suggesting that YouTube was 94% successful in suppressing any hope on treatment and just promoting this government narrative of lockdowns, masking, and waiting for vaccines. You know, if it were not for you uh, and a handful of other doctors who had the courage to speak out and to talk straight about what was happening, uh, I don't know what actually would have been the result. Uh, we are fortunate to have had your courage uh, your and your great knowledge uh, as a physician but to think that we are reliant upon uh, individual citizen uh, warriors uh, to stand up for truth is, I'm, I'm concerned about it. I don't know if we have more or if we have fewer right now than we were fortunate enough to have during the pandemic. My colleagues in major academic medical centers uh, all feel inhibited, like they can't speak their mind, they can't you know, perform independent research. You know, there was no new treatment protocols that came from Harvard or Mayo Clinic or Emory, any of our our Blue Ribbon institutions. They were completely silent on COVID. You know, none of these institutions claim to be a center of excellence for treatment of COVID or now complications after the vaccines. It's really astonishing that the American medical bravado was completely absent during COVID-19. Everybody wants to be the best in cancer or heart disease, but where's hospitals that say they're best in having Americans survive COVID? We're largely through the pandemic, and this is gonna be looking backwards, but I think we need to do a post-mortem 
on the failure of the American medical system. Yeah, you you would think that that would be uh, an, an, an insistent reflex on the part of the establishment itself. Uh, where we are with the CDC, it seems to me, is a, a very unusual, even by the standards that, <laughs> that we grew accustomed to in, in the pandemic. They're now trying to push, and the White House, seemingly, uh, to push responsibility for um, Americans' public health away from the CDC, the NIH. They're trying to, it seems, engage the World Health Organization as some sort of supra-government uh, uh, agency uh, for not only the United States, but indeed Europe uh, and the world. That's exactly what the WHO wants with its pandemic treaty alliance and international health regulations. They actually want to be in a power and control position and through the WHO power and network, then influence the CDC and all the other public health agencies down. Remember, the WHO is not elected. It's largely funded by the CCP and the Gates Foundation. And the WHO doesn't help us medically in our practice whatsoever. Uh, recently, now New Zealand, Slovakia, the Philippines, many countries now are pulling out of the WHO. They're not going to go along with this pandemic treaty alliance. Yeah, it's oh, that's encouraging to hear. Uh, and why we would not uh, our, our to give us uh, your best read as to how uh, how uh, superior is American medicine. Once it was the envy of the world. Uh, I worry that it might be something else now. You know, still to this day, American medicine, again, is uh, such a, you know, such a, a blue ribbon aspect of our our lives. It's high tech. Uh, we have the best training. Doctors from all of the world come here to train, not vice versa. An example is the Chinese didn't have the basic technology to diagnose mycoplasma pneumonia and, mm -hmm. and give us uh, an update. And we have it here. But what we're not seeing is we're not seeing promotion of independent thinking, of uh, research that, that clearly is independent of the influences of big pharmaceutical or vaccine companies. And Americans have, have really lost their trust of the healthcare system through the pandemic. I think shutting down, Lou, was a giant disaster. We never should have done it. Our yeah. doors should have been open and we should have been helping Americans through the pandemic. Instead, they felt as if they were abandoned. I wanna take that up with you right after these uh, quick words uh, and we'll be back. We're talking with Dr. Peter McCullough. We're gonna talk more about preparedness for uh, what it seems the Biden administration is intent upon uh, fear-mongering just as soon as they can determine what will be most serviceable to them in that regard. Uh, this time, apparently, uh, a fizzle from China. We'll talk further with Dr. McCullough. Stay with us. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back now with Peter McCullough. We're, uh, by the way, the host of the McCullough Report. And uh, we're delighted to have you with us. Uh, we encourage you to to follow his podcast and him, as do we. Uh, let's... Uh, Let's turn to what we're seeing now is a, the, the idea of a mystery pneumonia that was starting to percolate up as something that the the administration could really get its hands on. You could just see it. Uh, and now it, it's sort of gone poof, hasn't it? It's true. This uh, this mysterious Chinese pneumonia now found out to be macrolide resistant uh, mycoplasma pneumonia, easily treated with available antibiotics. But don't forget, we've already been through a, a false uh, fear campaign with monkeypox. Biden right. administration and, and HHS Becerra declared national and public health emergencies respectively for monkeypox. Uh, that wasn't the case at all. It was a very limited outbreak to largely gay and bisexual men. It was easily handled with a drug called ticoviramad. There's no reason to put the whole country on national alert for these types of diseases that we handle. Now we hear, Lou, about disease X. And Peter Daszak at the EcoHealth Alliance, who played a key role, it looks like, in the creation of SARS-CoV-2 virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Peter Daszak in 2018 published on Disease X with great enthusiasm, saying that there'll be another disease, one after another, and that we must respond with mass vaccination over and over again. The the mass vaccination, I, I haven't seen the latest numbers of vac uh, vaccinations. Uh, I think the last one I saw was somewhere around 17 or 18 percent of the American population uh, with the uh, with the vaccine uh, at this point. Uh, but we're also hearing these other reports for the UK, for example, that 94 percent of the deaths uh, from COVID were from those who had been uh, triple or quadruple vaccinated. Uh, what do you make of that report? It's true. You know, the randomized trials never showed a reduction in hospitalization and death. In fact, a critical analysis of the Pfizer program by Michaels and colleagues showed actually an excess risk of death with Pfizer, particularly cardiovascular death. So we knew the vaccines weren't going to save people from dying of COVID. But as they were deployed, we saw mass failure. There's a paper by Shreffa and colleagues from Cleveland Clinic. With each successive vaccine, the workers are more likely to get sick with COVID-19. For some reason, it seems to knock down the immune system. We know the vaccines have been hopelessly behind and catching up with the various mutant strains. Now, two organizations, Lou, since we're really at the end of this, are calling for withdrawal of the vaccines. World Council for Health nationally, and the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons here in the United States. And do you think that'll come to pass? It should. I've called on the floor of the U.S. Senate, as well as European Parliament, the uh, Brazilian uh, Chamber of Deputies, and then uh, next week I'll be in the lower house in the, in the U.K. There's calls all over the world to just retire these vaccines. I made a presentation yesterday at Old Parkland Campus in Dallas, Lou. I know the Texas numbers well. We've had 92,000 Texans who've died either with or, you know, with testing positive for COVID. Overall in the pandemic, only 1513 were in 2023. Uh, so we're down to a very small number of people who would ever test positive. 
It's easily treatable. I think the vaccine should be retired so we don't have any more worries about uh, new side effects and then move on. Are you are you surprised at the number of people who are deciding to resist any further vaccination? Uh, it, it seems to be uh, entirely organic. It does not seem to be a campaign that resulted in any uh, you know mass movement. Uh, but there does seem to be a, a a rational rejection by the American public of what uh, they're being bombarded with advertisements every day uh, from uh, Pfizer and from uh, Moderna and others. It's true. People are doing their own research. Many have now had the virus, you know, two or three times. For them, it's mild, well-tolerated. They just can't see a rationale for keep taking a shot every six months. If someone is following the government instructions, you know, Mandy Cohen, director of the CDC, if you're following exactly what she's telling us to do, uh, people have had nine shots. Lou, we've never given nine shots for a vaccine before. Yeah, it's incredible. And we're also hearing reports from uh, whistleblowers uh, the U.S. Navy for its pilots, apparently at least one whistleblower, saying that they have seen uh, more than doubling of my, uh, myocarditis uh, re responses to the vaccine uh, and significant uh, cardiac uh, uh, disease. It's true. Our, uh, our CDC and FDA warned us in June of 2021 that the COVID vaccines cause myocarditis or heart damage Two prospective cohort studies, one by Mansugian, the other one by Buren, show the rate is about 2.5% per shot. And that, so it may seem like a small number, but it's not. It adds up. And so if there's heart damage, there's a risk of a cardiac arrest. That's the great concern in pilots and others who are, you know, their jobs actually influence the lives of others. Uh, the FDA and CDC never gave us any strategies, any risk mitigation strategies now we have a great concern as a cardiologist. I'm seeing this on a daily basis. I want to ask you one question as we as we move toward concluding here. Uh, what is is there a basic kit, uh, if you will, of uh, medicines, uh, treatments that should be on hand in every household uh, just for the the odd chance that we do have a serious, serious virus and uh, pandemic. You know, the wellness company, and I advise them as the chief scientific officers, introduced an emergency medical kit, which is exactly what you describe. It's pretty broad based. It could, it could handle this new Chinese pneumonia. It could handle, you know, everything from a dog bite to anthrax. So it has a necessary um, pharmacopoeia, uh, a guidebook, but also a telemedicine consult with a doctor on the other end of the line to help. I think everybody ought to be outfitted with one of these kits. It's one kit per adult. And then they have a specialized COVID kit that, you know, provides the right medicines, including the types of nebulizers that we would use to get people through COVID. These kits have been, I think, well received. People do not want to get burned again, and they want to have everything at home ready to go. If indeed what Bill Gates and Tedros and Peter Hotez and Fauci say, they say we're going to be hit with another pandemic, we better get ready. Uh, indeed, we shall. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here, come back. Uh, and Peter McCullough, we're going to answer your concluding thoughts. Uh, and uh, you just mentioned a couple of names uh, whose names are, uh, I think, now somewhat controversial. I'd just like to get your concluding thoughts on a few of those. We'll be right back with Dr. Peter McCullough. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now. We're talking with Dr. Peter McCullough. And uh, as we went to break there, uh, you you mentioned two names that uh, I think are uh, highlighted in history of the of the pandemic. And that, of course, Bill Gates and uh, the WHO's Tedros. Uh, give us your assessment of where they are and uh, how they fared, given given the uh, at least the space of time now that we have to evaluate what they pre- forecast, what they sought and what they did. Both Gates and Tedros are not doctors. I think this is important to 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 understand. But yet they're out there in the public health space very visibly Gates and actually the World Economic Forum formed CEPI, the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness and Innovation. That's an NGO. Again, we didn't elect them. Very well funded. The CEPI business plan says there'll be a series of pandemics. And for each one, there'll be one answer that is mass vaccination. There are so many bio labs out there that are unregulated that are working to develop more infectious and more lethal pathogens, as well as countermeasures which are forms of therapeutics, monoclonal antibodies, and vaccines. We don't hear about missile systems and missile defense systems, but we hear about biological threats and countermeasures. This seems to be the new area that that both research scientists, NGOs, governments are hotly involved with. Hotly involved, we find uh, in uh, Fresno County, California, a bio lab uh, with a connection, a direct connection uh, to the CCP, uh, but no investigation. And it's been almost a full year since that was discovered purely by accident, not by investigation. Uh, We now find out that that, uh, Dr. Fauci was putting a a bio lab uh, for gain of function research in Montana without anyone's uh, knowledge uh, your reaction to to those discoveries and the peculiar responses by our government americans should know that the national institutes of health has a ban on funding gain of function research from the government that doesn't mean gain of function research is outlawed it's not in fact it's done all over i recently testified in the arizona senate and an action item i gave them is they should do an inventory of all the gain of function research going on in their state. They ought to know about it. And I think, you know, a proactive step would be to shut it down. This isn't science for science sake. This is actually creating new organisms, uh, bacteria, viruses, and fungi that can actually harm us. We've already been burned with COVID-19. If gain-of-function research continues on, there probably will be another breakdown in some lab and the world could get sick all over again. 
Well, doctor, it's always great talking with you and very, you know, both informative, uh, helpful, and uh, frankly, inspiring. Uh, we admire your courage uh, and your and your insistence on speaking uh, your 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 scientific mind on scientific issues. Uh, uh, we're going to, as we always do, uh, give you the last word here uh, on the Great America Show. Your concluding thoughts, if you would, today. Yeah, I think we're largely through the COVID-19 pandemic. People have returned to normal. I think we should be vigilant, though. Uh, people should do their own research, have their own form of personal protection and defenses at home. And I'm not talking about a mask, I'm talking about, you know, having some basic medicines on hand, having virucidal nasal washes and gargles. That's the first defense against anything we're going to inhale. And we have to understand that, you, you know, we cannot rely on the government or even the medical orthodoxy to save us in a time of crisis. We really should be looking for innovative leaders who are thinking outside the box. Sadly, those leaders were heavily suppressed on mainstream and social media. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Lou. Doctor, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for being with us. God bless you. Thank you. Our guest here tomorrow on The Great America Show is the great Roger Stone. We discuss the latest in Congress and Speaker Mike Johnson's betrayal of the American people. Please join us each and every day for The Great America Show. Follow me on Twitter and True Social at Lou Dobbs. On Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. Thank you, everybody. God bless you and may God bless America. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.